Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair and beauty source and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Coming up next is Double Impact. Hey everyone, I'm John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur, and you know we're celebrating today, number eight, and I'm celebrating with my co-host, Hurricane H. And together we are Double Impact. Double Impact. Right. And I'd hold on to your seats because I don't know where we're going tonight. <laughs> I think, well, listen, we did promise one thing. Last time we're going to talk about what you've been talking about in the last few weeks on your direct show which was about the building the habits, right? Oh, okay. Now now we're up to uh, talking about brainstorming uh, habits. So <laughs> we talked about two things. One, how to break a habit and how to make a habit. So <clears throat> habits actually are our body's way of doing things on autopilot. That's really what a habit is. <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me, our brain likes habits because the brain works with less energy and it can be a little more lazy. The challenge is that sometimes, more often than not, habits are formed by things that we don't want. Friends, I mean, others, family members, people that are trying to be good at work, whoever they are, it doesn't matter. They put their two cents in and they put in so many times that our brain says, oh, I guess that's the way it's got to be. And we've just naturally accepted that. Now, I've said this before, HH, that no one has the right to make you feel inferior about yourself except for one person, you. So you don't want to accept anything. If somebody says something to you and you don't like it, you can just politely say, oh, if somebody says to you, oh, you know, you're a terrible actor or you're a terrible whatever it is. You can always say, um, you know, I understand how you feel and I can see how you might think that, um, I've had many more years experience than you and I don't agree with you. You see, you can still be polite, put the person down and you or you can do something. If you don't want to do that, you can just go in your head and say, cancel, cancel. But that's, that's kind of a weak thing. If you do that, what I just shared with you, your brain's big. Yeah, I ain't latching on this. We're throwing this right out. We're put, setting it on fire. And your brain's going to forget it. But when you dramatize over things, it just keeps coming back to haunt you over and over and over again. So when you're born, a lot of things get said when you were born that stick in your head. One way things happen is if something ever happened to you, unfortunately, uh, there was a book by uh, L. Ron Hubbard, Dianetics, many, many years ago. And he stated something that, you know, when we go into these states, like you're in a coma or something happens to you, you're not conscious. Well, 
those thoughts go into another part of your brain, not the regular conscious part, but the subconscious part. Very, very easy. They just sort of slip in. And that's why when somebody becomes conscious again and they're doing certain things, they don't know why until they become cognizant of why they're doing it. So the question is, how do you break those habits? That's number one. So to break those habits is really, really simple. It's, it's, it's so simple. It's not even funny. Um, but for the first person doing it, it's not going to happen like that. So what I tell people to do is if you have a habit that you don't like, it could be anything from pulling up your socks, combing your hair a million times, being OCD, fixing your hat 20 million times, or interrupting people in the conversation, or letting that ego control things because you feel like, you know, you just have to be in control all the time. I tell people to think about where that feeling is in their body. Is it heart? Like, where is it? Point to it in your body, any part of your body. So point to it and notice it. Does it have a shape? Does it have a color? Does it have a texture? What does it feel like? And once you've done that, then I tell people to close their eyes if they're comfortable. And I tell people to reach inside and grab that habit. Pull it out. Stretch it into a nice big TV screen. And then if you have an old-fashioned TV screen, you can use the horizontal hold knob to pull the picture in horizontally. Okay, basically from the horizon, so the horizon basically. And then the vertical this way. And you get into a little ball. Or you can use the little button on your digital TV uh, to just distort the image. One button and the whole image just distorts. But the important thing is, now that we got this ball on this great big screen, very tiny ball, we want to write the lesson we learned. And we want to write that over in something so that we always keep the lesson. You see, our mind is always afraid that if we lose the habit, we'll lose the lesson. Because we don't want to have to go redo that all over again and relearn it again. So, hey, look, I got you. I got your back. We're going to write the lesson down in permanent magic marker. So whatever happens, this will always stay with us. It's a very unique marker. And so you write the lesson down as long as you want. The TV scrolls so you can keep scrolling. You can write as much as you want. It'll stay with you. Then what I tell people to do is take that TV set and just crush it together into a real ball, really, really tiny. And then pretend that you have supersonic power. Take that arm, cock it all the way back like the greatest baseball player and just throw <laughs> it out into the universe. And as you see it going out and it's still going, it's still going, about 20 seconds later, you see it going, 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 going. It's gone. And just before it's out of the atmosphere, it just exploded right before your eyes. Now, I ask you, if you were doing this experiment with me, how inclined are you to want to still do that habit? A lot of you are probably going to say to me, you know, I could do it, but uh, I don't know. It just it doesn't seem the same. Right. We could do that again two or three times. And then you'll be like, you know what? I really don't feel like doing that anymore. You see, it's a feeling. Does that make sense? So that feeling, uh, and I was saying something on my show just before we got on before, IFYL, Inspirations for Your Life. People never buy what we know. 
Do you know what people buy, HH? The customer, what would they accustomed to? What they're familiar with? They buy how we make them feel. Makes sense. <laughs> that's why people. That's why people actually. That's why people actually. Uh, that's why people actually buy. And people are a little bit, I guess, jostled by that. But does that make sense? Well, it does. And, and again, this is a topic that you've been talking about for weeks right now, and you've been covering different levels of, of habits and good, bad habits otherwise. <clears throat> and it is it is definitely something that everyone, um, doesn't matter who, when, younger age, you build some of that. And then it keeps, you can build in habits all your life. Some are you good, do, and some, some are habits good. are good habits. And again, <laughs> exactly. the brain wants these habits because it wants to be more efficient and run on autopilot. But I think but, we should know what programs we're running. I you know, like what's running upstairs. It'd be nice to know what's actually going behind the scenes beside that our heart's pumping and it's keeping our circulatory system intact and our uh, nervous system and, and uh, immune system. All that's it's nice, but it'd be really nice to know what else is running on in my day. So people say to me, John, well, why don't we just avoid the triggers? Well, that's a great idea. Yes, you can avoid the triggers. But, you know, something in your mind is going to draw you back to the trigger because you haven't extinguished the feeling that you're getting from that habit. That's why people do habits. They, they, they get into this this way. Have you ever gone in the car and, uh, you know, you, you make a right-hand turn? And maybe you make a right hand turn every week because you're going to the office or whatever. And all of a sudden on Sunday, you're in the car with some people and <laughs> supposed to be going to grandma's house. But Dad, where are you going? Uh, I'm going. To, no, we're going to grandma's house. Oh, that's right. Shoot. I always just car just naturally goes. There. No, the car doesn't naturally go that way. You naturally go that way. And so when we try to intercept people's patterns, that sometimes becomes a world of drama. <laughs> because they feel that they're being challenged, they're being chastised, um, or that they're being, how can I say, not abused, but uh, that they feel like they're a target. Hmm. And it's not personal, right? Um, it's a, what I always like to say to people is that, you know, if you don't like something about that person, it's not the person you don't like. It is the behavior. And I always tell people this, look, you're a great guy. We get along really well. But can I be honest with you? No, lie to me. It's be a lot easier now. <laughs> the, the behavior that happens whenever we go to a ball game and you run around 70 million times, the behavior I don't like. You, I have no problem with. It's just that behavior. Could we change that maybe a little bit? Because... That's something we used to do when we were five-year-olds. Like, I just don't like going to the game, and you're the only one that's running around the whole screw the whole the whole thing every time somebody gets a home run. Like, and I'm making this up, but you get my point. If I say, "Hey, you know, I hate it when you do that," like, look, you're a great guy and all, and whenever there's a home run on the on the field, a certain person always seems to have this behavior that runs around the stadium until you know the next player comes up 
And I was just wondering, is there some way maybe that we could change that behavior? And they start to realize that, so it's not me, hmm. no, it's not you. No, no, it's just the behavior that we'd like to change. You're great. Well, so John, let, let's break that down. Well, this, sure. this, this will link back to something you mentioned earlier about the, when someone tells you something, you have to take it, right? Yes. And, and, and again, we're talking about behavior which is what actually reflects in, in how you see those people and therefore you react to them. Your perspective of that person. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So your perspective is driven by the behaviors or the habits of someone. Well, the, the behaviors are driven by the habits of someone. And therefore it can rub the, the, the person the wrong way, whether you or anybody at work, uh, in the family, and it doesn't matter. And, and so, so some of these things are really what makes us, or these are these are the things that make each individual their signature, right? The yep, they're their traits, their characteristics, their attributes. Exactly. So so now you said it very nicely. You said I'll ask someone, <laughs> and I say I like you, but I don't like your behavior. However, now you know it depends on that person's <laughs> personality. They might take that. They may get very angry. They may just it, it, you're, you're right. It depends. If you know the person very well and you know there's this annoying behavior, you'd rather somebody knows you for a long time, they're probably not going to take my head off. Okay. But somebody you just met and you said that to them, what do you mean you tell me I can't? You've only known me two weeks and suddenly when you run in my life? Like, <laughs> so I think it depends on the relationship. But I also believe that if you're doing it from the heart and you're not doing it, for a sense of power, you're doing it to empower the person, it's usually not going to go badly. Agreed. And, and, and that's that, like we, we refer to some of that positive criticism versus just, just being a critic, you know, and just being badly and bold and just say, you know what, whatever is in your mind is in your mouth and that becomes a problem. But you're right. It is, there is a way to do this. And you described it per perfectly because you approach that, you know, in a positive way and hopefully you can get the right outcome. And you're right also, the fact that not everybody is going to accept that, and you're not going to tell that to everybody, because or anyone, for that matter, only the ones that you really are. You have a relationship. You have some sort of a uh, uh, an ongoing friendship, or even someone that you respect, they respect you and stuff like that. It could be at work. That's a great skill at work. You know, sometimes you do want to propose something to someone in, in a workspace for a project or whatever, and you have to say, you know, in a nice way, otherwise you're going to destroy that relationship because you're going to work with them. You're going to live with them. So, yes. so it's important. It's important that that you know we just highlight this point because the fact that you said earlier you shouldn't allow anyone to tell you right uh, anything if they don't whatever it is because the only person that you have to worry about is you kind of right. That's yeah, I don't important. mind them telling me something. The, the one thing I want to just stress it is it, you shouldn't allow anyone to use words to put you down or yes. to say that you are not something. They could tell me as much as they want. No, but but let, let, so that, that's okay. why I said, but okay. that's why I'm, I'm leaning to is that the problem that we find today, and and and, and we live in a world of social media. That's a, that's the biggest one, right? And we oh, we're in that world. I didn't even know we had social media. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what planet are you, man? What's up, dude? <laughs> I'll have to start well, social media soon. I didn't even know what it is. <laughs> uh you, you, you this is part guys this is the show so so if you just chime in right now you're just joining this is this is us we're just having fun all right but 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 the the the, the bottom line is that we live in a world right now that is so um judgmental 
I agree with you 100%. And, and, and the problem is people don't know you and they judge you for whatever reason. They see this video right now and they'd be like, oh, these these areas. <laughs> you know, they, they can say whatever they want and, and they feel empowered. Actually, I had I had this question asked to one of our, you know, psychiatrists, you know, uh, uh, you know, doctors that uh, Dr. Heim was actually always on, on, on the channel. Mm -hmm. And we talked about a little bit of that, you know, and and we had the way it, it was very simply explained and it makes sense. The fact that a lot of people are a little dairy to say stuff. They have more, I guess, abilities behind the screen. More moxie, <laughs> well, yeah. Exactly. They, they, they can do. I mean, it's like if you have to face someone face to face, that's a whole different story, right? If you have to pick up the phone and say, you know, I don't want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. You drop them, whatever the case. It's a lot easier to say click and you, you have less contact, which means, you know, it's a lot easier. But, but to get to someone and tell them what's up, you know, and tell them that I don't like you, whatever. The question that you mentioned, or at least the, the, the topic that you're discussing specifically here, is that some people, they don't know how to say that. And some people will rub you the wrong way. Not I knowing agree. you, not, not knowing your background, not knowing your, and your knowledge of whatever you're doing. And they still judge you because of their limitations as, a, as opposed yep, to yep, your limitations, yep, unfortunately. Yep, yep, yep. And, and this is a very common thing. And, and I don't know if you follow a little bit of the social media, but there was a um, there was a, um, an influencer on TikTok. Uh, you know, she made a lot of influencers on TikTok. I don't know. But this particular one was criticized because of a comment she made a couple of years back. And the comment was actually a valid comment then and now. I mean, you know, uh, the fact is no one knows how much work you do, whether you do social media, whatever. You, we, we all have experienced regular work. Uh, some of us are in the social media. Some of us are in media. Some of us doing a lot of different things. But the bottom line, everybody, there's no work that is very light and easy. <laughs> you know, there's no such thing as like, you know, I just show up, but things happen. You work nine to five. Some people do more than that, 12 hours a day. But whatever. I think you can you can enjoy your work. I think that's the, the, the well, character. Fair, that I would fair. Well, fair, yes. but, fair. But she was criticized by someone who actually just, you know, I guess found it that it was not an appropriate comment she made. A while back, and and they it got so bad, it escalated so bad that the person, you know, was completely devastated because of the reactions or the actions okay. of some of folks. Okay. That's kind of like like that's bullying one on one. First of all, you know, if we do live in a society where you are free in your opinion, right? It's called freedom of, of speech and opinion. So we, yeah. we have that First ability to right? First Amendment rights. Well, whether you hear overseas, any part of the world, I think that's still an amendment that maybe in countries may not be called the amendment, but everybody has or feels the right to. They call it. They call it something. It is a freedom to speak. Doesn't mean have, you don't have to accept me. You don't have to accept what I'm saying. You don't have to accept my comments. You don't even have to, to watch me. If you don't like what you hear, scroll <laughs> up, scroll down, and go. All right, that's easy. But people take it to the extreme, you know, and and some of it is is that in itself, it's a behavior. That needs to change. I, so I, I agree. This is almost like uh, I have a very well-known psychologist as a friend of mine. He's been on my show several times. He's also mm -hmm. leading one of the national stalking associations, and we've had him on for National Stalking Awareness Week and all this stuff. But the point is, if you say that you don't like the way my show is or you don't like something I said, that's your prerogative, okay? But where it becomes an issue is when you decide – to now publicly call me out or you decide to vent, okay, not the fact that, gee, um, I'm not crazy about the show. Nothing wrong with that. You can comment all day long. But when you start to get vindictive in your comments or when you start to become cynical or harassing, see, that's when it's a problem 
because you have a right to say you don't like what I do. That's fine. But you don't have a right to tell everyone not to watch me just because you don't like the content. Well, it is funny because that's like very petty. And it's like the little childish stuff when like if I'm not friends with you, I talk to everybody not to be friends with you. <laughs> but, <laughs> you but, but that's what's going on, HH. That's what's I, going on. I know, and I, know. and I was saying something that's very interesting. And that is um, one of my things we'll get on to another week is brainstorming. But I said in order to do things in life, you need to be free. When things are restrictive, you don't get creative. I mean, it's just bottom line in any industry. You, the ideas just don't flow. And one of the big problems we have in the initial brainstorm is when you have a group, people don't want to open their mouth. Why? Oh, I don't really want to say anything. The first thing we tell people is you have to reserve all judgment and just be open to comments and chime in, but not call them a blockhead or whatever because you didn't like that comment. So what? They called it a purple this or a black that. It's fine. Um how about we do one with the like you have to be free and i think a lot of people online they want drama like they don't want to make a difference in people's lives they just want to do something that has drama now that's a whole other study but they create drama well you know john two things you said there not only they want to cause drama but i think they take advantage it's like it's like the the, the more blood if it, if it bleeds, it leads, as they say, right? <laughs> you know, that, that's a comment that you you, you know yes. about as well in the media world, right? So so it's like there is a case. I use that to my, you know, whatever I want. Maybe I want to show off my numbers, increase yeah, my yeah. numbers on social media, whatever. And I use that particular, you know, goat <laughs> as, as the actual sacrifice, you know, lamb or sheep, whatever. And then now I kind of start becoming a little bit on my own. And, you know, people are using that a lot these days to to just kind of chime on somebody's success or not or lack of, and therefore they make that politics sell and so on and so forth. And they make the career sometimes about it, and they're trying to figure out something out. You know, that's behavior that is completely wrong. And again, childish, it, childish, very childish. But you know what? There is a reason why it's happening more often. Now. And, I, and I still think that there will be a time where there will be some sort of a laws that will kind of be a little bit more severe, or at least- It's place. coming, it's coming. It's in for the process. The, for these things, because I think I think with the world of social media, it's just rampant. I mean, it's all over the place. People are doing whatever they want because they feel they have audacity, they're brave, and you know, and it, it's, there's no, I mean, defamation of character is still defamation of character. If you go it it is, but online, just like if you have a company and you do something online, well, there's a, that doesn't like, match the same like you do some online sure sure it's not the same as having it like they're different i mean nevertheless it's still the same it's just that it has a lesser value because it hasn't been regulated to the level or the extent that that it should be right it, and, exactly and, and i think people when you know like you said about the fact of you know they're doing something and these people like they have this drama and they want to get it like i'll give you an example there was a group uh, i'm still a member of the group but in the beginning when i joined the group a couple of years ago in my community, I was getting some good traffic and people were complaining to the moderator. Now, I wasn't selling anything. I wasn't harming anybody. I wasn't naming anybody. I wasn't doing anything that hurt anybody. But they kept reporting me to the admins, telling me that I'm going against the group policies. So I'm like, what policies? Well, you can't advertise your business on other days, but I'm not advertising my business. I'm giving motivational tips, 
nowhere in my video am I selling anything. So after this kind of sat for a while and it went back and forth and I talked with the moderators in person now, um, I said, so let's have a conversation. It was at a garage sale. I said, so tell me again, because I'm kind of stupid here. Why is it that my content's getting deleted? You said I could do it once a week. So what's the difference between me putting something up and somebody putting something about their cat or their dog? Like, what's the difference? I don't get it. Well, you're in business. Yeah, you're in business too, but you post about your kids every weekend. Yeah, but John, that's different. No, it's not. You see, it's perception that's different. And I think you as an admin have a responsibility with the other admins to be treating everyone in the group fairly. After that, I posted some things and then I kind of went away and I posted once a week. Then I came back about two or three weeks later. And first I said, you know, if people don't appreciate my content, I'm not going to post it here. I went away for a month. I came back and I slowly started putting things in every day. Funny thing. My content didn't get the lead anymore. Hmm. So, but then they started to become comfortable with my content. They weren't taking action with it. They were just accepting it like, okay, it's out there. Like there's not much we can do about it. And I think that's the problem with a lot of these groups is that they become controlling. So if you're out there to create drama and some people are, unfortunately they are drama is something that harms and hurts people. It also belongs in the movies. It's not a daily, it shouldn't be in the daily. It should be in your life every day. Uh, I always tell people, especially in a relationship, like, look, I'm not looking for more drama. And unfortunately, that's why I don't want to date you anymore. Oh, well, well, you're too much drama. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you playing. Thanks for playing. Have a great rest of your life. And, and, and they look at me like, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I just know what I want. And I remember being somewhere and uh, the person, it was a business situation. They were taking advantage of me. So I politely said to the, the team, I said, well, um, you know, and I don't do this that often, but they were starting to abuse their relationship with us. And I said, you know, I said, um, you don't know when you have a good company working for you. I said, it'd be an awful shame for us to stop doing business with you because you would suffer more than we would because you don't have a team half as good as we are. Now, I don't always say that, but I said that because they were so like very petty on things. And um, I feel that when you do that, I don't say to blow your horn every day. I think it's important to let people know your value. I'm not saying to do it every day, but then stick to your guns. If somebody's not respecting you or not respecting what you're doing, you have an obligation to tell them, look, this is the way it's going to be. Well, then we're going to get rid of you. Great. Get rid of me. They're not going to get rid of you. I guarantee you. Their talk is so loud, but they don't have anybody, especially when these people keep calling you. Oh, we're not going to call you anymore, but they always call you. So, I think my message here tonight is habits are things that we have that we do want to break when they're bad. Good habits are easy to form too. So to form a good habit that you want to create, you make an intention to form a habit. Do you ever remember Pavlov the dog or Pavlov and the dog? 
All right. So without getting into too much of psychology, but classical conditioning was the terminology used. And they had this dog and they had Pavlov, the scientist. So uh, Pavlov gave the dog juicy bone of meat. Dog salivated, ate the meat, did that several times, loved it. And he said, hmm, I wonder if I could create, use these terms, classical conditioning response with a stimulus if I did something, if I rang a bell. So he took a bell and he rang it once. Took the meat away, didn't, nothing happened. He did it three, four, five times. Then what he did after he rang the bell each time that he gave him the meat, he stopped giving the meat. He rang the bell. The dog salivated. The thing is that that behavior has to keep getting reinforced or it will go away. So for a habit to stick in your life, something has to reinforce it. So if you want a habit to, I don't know, you want to create a good study habit, then start setting a, a time aside. Uh, if you want to become more productive in your life, you need to make the commitment right now to do it, whatever it costs, time, effort, right? You have to realize that you need, you need to sacrifice some friends right now and you have to stay committed. And so when something becomes easy like that, you take a trigger and then you take something and now I'll give you the, the trigger I have, which is my, uh, you know, I went from 250 down to one, what am I, 176 now, I think. Um, that, thank you, that trigger, okay, so I have my lumen, which is one trigger, but the big trigger for me was the fact every time I get in the car, wow, I love the fact that my side fits all the way in my jeans. And I love the fact that I can move around and my darn iPhone doesn't fall off my belt. See, that's a trigger every day. It's, it's, a, it's a negative, I think, and a positive, but it's a negative, positive trigger. The negative is I don't want, but it's positive. It's like, I like the way I am right now. So I refer to it as the way I like. I like keeping my body intact. I like the fact that my phone stays put positive tense. Now I go to have something to eat. I'm going to have a cookie. Want another one? I'll have a second cookie, but you know, that's it. I really, and I just go back to, I love the way my stomach looks. I love the way I feel. And see, if you keep doing that, it becomes natural. Even the way I do my lumen or the way I log my food, people think I'm nuts, but that's because they haven't grown enough to enjoy what they created. Now, what I create, I create a healthy body, but other things can be done too, whether you're a runner or whether you're uh, trying to be a better student. You can create things that are going to cause that trigger. And then you can reward yourself for doing certain things. So if I knew I did really well in the week, well, yeah, fine. I'll go treat myself to an ice cream cone. Like, it's a treat. But I enjoy that treat. I don't rush it. I enjoy it. I savor it. Even if I have a, a Reese's Pieces, I look it up. Let me scan it. Oh, 120 calories. All right, I'll have one. Let me enjoy that Reese's Pieces, you know. And so I think the biggest challenge with people in habits is they think they're going to form in five minutes. They're not. They're going to take 30, 66, 90, 180, or sometimes 245 days to form. But once they form, like I'll give you another one. You know, I do my, um, uh, my planks every night and every morning, right? Now that's a habit. I can't go to bed and I can't get up in the morning after I finish getting up. I have to do my plans. It's like I have to do them. I have another one now I, I before I take my shower. I have to do 20 foot-ups before I take my shower. So my feet are down. 
my hands at my side and I'm lifting my toe, my, my, pretty my toes to the floor, heels up, down. I do that 20 times. So why I love the feeling. Now, why do I do that? I love the fact that looking at my body and looking at the fact that the blood is flowing great. I have great color in my skin because I'm creating good blood flow. So you can use these things to reinforce, but most people think it's going to be, well, you know, let me pop a cartridge in and let's see if I can start. No, it doesn't work like that. You see, you're not a computer. You can act like a computer, but it doesn't go like that immediately. You have to have fun with what you do. You have to enjoy the process. Uh, another thing people always ask you, John, I want to make a great habit so that I am a good musician or I always uh, practice my lesson each day. Okay, well, let's take a look at why do you want to practice piano or why do you want to practice music? Well, I love the way it makes me feel or you know what? I want to be the best at the recital. Great. There's your goal. So think about the recital. Oh, uh, you know, I don't want to practice today. Yeah, but think about that recital. You want to practice because you want to be the best at that recital, don't you? So you have to kind of, I guess, kind of maneuver around. You have to create these carrot and stick moments where your brain's like, okay, you want to play that game with me? All right, I got you. I got you. I'll play with you. And so that's how it works. So, so thank you, John. And and just 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 to clarify further, you've you've touched on a few elements right there. And I usually do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the purpose, right? So, so we talked about the habits, forming the habits, and they have to be regular. But before those habits even begin to happen or to be right. in practice, you said something about goal, commitment, yes. repetitive stuff. And, and, and the willingness to have the will to do this. I mean, all these yes. things have to come together in order for Absolutely. you to be able to do this. Because, and, and this is for the good habits. <laughs> it probably worked the same in the bad habits, but that's a different discussion. We just kind of had you know, a, a nice little brief on that one. But, but good habits we're talking about primarily, things that will get you from where you are to the next level, to the higher level, and, and whatever that target that you're gonna set. But setting the goal is key. You said it, carrot stick, right? But then, commitment not everybody like you said you do certain things every day in the morning and night you cannot go the day without that. It's, a, it's a routine and the routine becomes a habit which is when it becomes an autopilot you well, make it a routine which is why you do it each day when you do it and you enjoy the process that helps the dopamine flow and that helps you say oh you know what i want to do more of this crap i want to do more of this and you know, John, that is very key. Uh, you know, people, when you don't do something, right, and you haven't done it, you're not going to feel it. You're not going to feel the enjoyment until you start doing. And the more you start doing it, the more you're going to feel that little taste of it. It's, it becomes an addiction, literally. And you yeah, do it's, more. It's a, it's a positive addiction exactly. that propels you. Uh, it gives you a natural high. No drugs. It's a natural high that your body feels. And when your body is at a natural high, it works better. Digestion, uh, blood flow, circulation. Uh, and if you guys are wondering what I'm talking about. So what happens is um, blood, if you, if you don't move around a lot, you may not have great color in your skin. 
That happens because your circulation may not be great. That can happen if you're overweight. That can happen if you're always sitting in a chair. So it's important to flex your legs and do different things because you need to keep your legs and uh, muscles from not getting atrophied. Well, thank you, John. And and again, just going back to, you're talking about the workouts, whatever that you do, but, but that's a big thing, whether for work, things that you have to do every day, like you gotta get up, you gotta do certain things before you head on to work. You have to have, you, know, you check your emails, you do whatever you need to do, and you break that day correctly, and you do it to a point, to your point where it becomes autopilot. And we do have that you know muscle memory type of conversation yeah, that we yeah. hear all the time. Well, the more you do something like in martial arts, for example, you know, yeah. it's, it's funny, you see a lot in the movies, they show you like doing the punches thousands of times. And that's actually really just to get you to do one good punch. <laughs> exactly, so because it, 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 it's, it's the mindset of doing the punch. Why did that guy do the wax on, wax off a million times in the movie? So he would become natural at to block. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it wasn't inherent until you watch him like, oh, I get it, Daniel son. So and I think a lot of times the teacher or you know, the person, the professor that's trying to share something with the student doesn't explain why they're doing it. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, in some cases, not all cases. I think it's good because if they're doing a technique to do something and they weren't on board with doing that, but they like the technique, well, then the end result's going to be what they want. For example, if, if you were doing an activity with, let's say, going to the grocery store and I say, don't use your calculator, don't use your phone and make change in your head. And you keep doing it. Oh, that's a lot of fun. But if you told the person why you were doing that, they may not want to do it, but if they just had fun, explored it, then they want to do it. So sometimes you need to create contests for yourself. Maybe you need to do things and, and, and chart things. It could be on a calendar. Maybe you can use Google and say, you know what? Every day I need to do this. Um, I don't say you have to plan every minute of your day, but I do say that you need to budget certain things. Like for example, every night I go to bed, I do my meditations. Uh, I do my gratitudes. Um, there are certain things you do when you get up in the morning, people take a shower, bath, whatever, they get ready for breakfast. And remember I said to you before, if something goes wrong, you break a glass, if you remember. A lot of people today are like, oh, geez. And then they let their whole day spiral down and their day becomes worse than when they started because they didn't catch it. So if you get in the habit of catching things like, okay, I broke a glass. Let's get the dust buster. Let's get the, let's get the um, Dyson. Let's clean it up and uh, let's get a new glass and let's move on, right? Because somebody said, you know, don't cry over spilt milk, right? Um, the whole point is that what happened happened. So we need to move on and we need to look further at something positive. And the more that we do that, the brain is going to keep just like the adage of, oh, what color car do you drive? White, yellow, black. Oh, there's always more white, more blue or red. No, I'm looking for positive things. Well, the universe has got to find positive things. The more things that we focus, well, whatever we focus on, I should say, is what we become. Now, uh, Earl Nightingale said it a long time ago. What we focus on, we bring about. So we think about it. 
We manifest. We manifest. It. Right. Well, and that is, there's no one, I mean, that watching or listening right now, they cannot probably refer to an instance in their life where that happened. It, it, it is real. And it's, there's this hypnosis involved in that. There's a lot of stuff, but it's reality. And it is, the, the world that we live in is not, it's still misunderstood. There's a lot of unknown in with all the science, with all the technology, with all stuff, and even how the dynamics of how we operate in general and how the psyche works also we've done quantum quite physics a, which you go a whole shuttle 10 shows on that. <laughs> well, well, that again that that's that's more or less what i'm referring to but that's 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 a dynamic world in its own that you know it's still just we're scratching the surface on that too and and there's so much to it and we you know you can tie into religion can tie into the you know the well, also you know, don't forget frequencies we all know everybody knows a radio everybody yeah. all knows whether it's uh iheart online or whether it's uh your uh cyrus xm radio you tune to a frequency or you tell Siri, hey, turn to XM23 or turn to whatever. It goes there. As soon as it tunes to it, we connect to that frequency, whether it's 80s, 90s, love songs. We're on it. So if we get in alignment and we tune to the frequency, I think the hardest thing for people to understand, HH, is that I can't tell you how to turn your dial to abundance. But what I can do is tell you that you've got to figure out where it is. And when you do that, you become an alignment with that frequency and that frequency uh, then transmits it in. Another wise person once said, everything you ever wanted in your life already exists. You just need to connect with it. Oh, I, I, I believe in that stuff, you know, wholeheartedly. I mean, that, I know that. Uh, me personally, I do. And again, that's, that's the part. Other people think we're nuts. But we're not. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, like you and I, we joked about it the last time, or two, you know, two weeks ago. Uh, we have a, over a hundred years of, of expertise in life. So, <laughs> you know, you know. So combined experience and, and and the stuff that we've been doing and, and the multiplicity of things that we've been doing, I think I think we do have a few few angles here. And but then again, you know, we're not know it all. I mean, you cannot possibly have. No, you're all, we're always life. learning. I think that's that's the beautiful thing is that you know we can always learn from other people we can take different pieces of things uh and see what's going on uh i think when you are not open to learning i think you're destined for failure and you're also destined to stunt your growth well john there's one golden rule we have to live by right and everybody should and probably you know we okay. if we're not if we're not yet is that we will learn until we die so, i believe that and, and whether we like that. it or not we're going to learn you watch something on tv you learn you go to the well street, we, we should learn. be that way but somebody like oh you know i'm done with school i finished school i was in school see, years ago i but, don't want to learn anymore of that but, crap but, but, see, okay that's fine but john there's a difference between you know formal education and learning formal education i know i know learning in the world is a lot different than a book Book smarts yeah. is different than doing something. And and by the way, if that was the case, everybody from college would be an expert at what they do in their business. Right? <laughs> you know, it's not the case. Well, they always tell you, look, well, I've had X years in this and I've read this book and that book. Yes, but can you do this? Well, yeah, yeah I, 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 I've read the book several times. No, no, you didn't answer my question. Can you do this? Oh, I'm sure if you hired me, I could. No, no, no. Have you done this? No. So how do we know if we can do it? That that is that is a powerful piece because you know a lot of folks. First of all, again, going to the learning topic, right? We learn 
every single day from everyone around us, including, you know, minute after minute. I'm talking yeah. to you, I'm picking up stuff from you. You're talking to me, I'm picking up. You go out to the store, you see something, you, you're picking up new things every day. Whether you notice them or not, they're going to be in the, in subconscious, whatever. We go through a billion them. thoughts every day that our mind processes, unfortunately, or, or fortunately. And you're exposed to probably another billion of things <laughs> on the fly without even realizing, right? And so you're picking up learning. And you can, now with Google, with, with the online, you can just, you know, there's there's no limit to what you can, you know, capture in terms of, of knowledge. And and again, to, to answer your, your, your point there, um, yeah, you come out of college, yes, great, you have great knowledge and that's perfect. But that knowledge is, to your point, is book knowledge. It has to be put yeah. into practice. And, and practice is a, a whole different world. As a matter of fact, you know, you can learn about it because that's what you're learning is what somebody else put in there, meaning their experience, what they did, whatever the studies they did, they put them into a writing format and then you learn that. Yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's other ways of doing things, like we say, like a thousand ways to skin a cat, right? So there's so many ways, plus things evolve over time and then you're always going to have that. So you have to be open to that knowledge. And, you got to be open and you've got to be flexible to uh, doing things a different way. Well, that is true, and, and we know this from physics, anything that is rigid breaks. Yes, that's <laughs> gotta, why bridges always have to have a certain amount of bend, not too much, but a little bit of bend so they can ebb and flow with the wind and the elements. There you go, coming from, from the, the, engineer, the engineer dude. <laughs> but but you know, you know uh, this is important, folks. We were talking about this, and we just we were dabbling with this discussion, but it all ties in. Talked about habits. We're talking about you know the the, the determination, building those forms and so on and so forth. But it's also about the knowledge and how you apply that knowledge is key. Uh, it's it's important to realize that if you are picking up one thing a day, and I, you mentioned billion thoughts a day, but one thing yeah, that you yeah. actually put to practice and make that a routine, as you said, and then form into a habit that is positive that can help you improve in your life. That is that is in itself priceless you know we do this show right we've committed to it and we do this every monday right and so so you know 7 p.m we live we're doing this you know unless there is there's some you know some some tremendous event that makes us or would prevent us we do this and as we started this is what eight right number eight yeah <laughs> number eight. so so the first one the second one and we pick up the pace and we get in you know comfortable with the discussion and again john would say this all the time we don't rehearse this. We are we just talk, think about a thought and then we just go with it and we roll. And we bring our worlds of expertise and our own opinions in there in the mix. And you know what? There is something of value somewhere in there. Whatever it is, it could be a one percenter of what you hear all this hour. But take that one percent, another percent from somebody else, another percent, and build the hundred percent somewhere, you know, on your own. That's all good. You know, knowledge is established through other things. I mean, when you go to school, they teach you different books from different people, not just one book, and that's it, because <laughs> that's going to be one opinion. You know, you're right. They, a they lot give of you different philosophers or different studies, exactly. and even different scientists. You learn different methods. That's right. And, and I think that's really good because if you just learn one way, then you might be biased to that. So that's why they tell give you different scientists and. Well, you know that my way or the highway that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> no, 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 there's, no, no, there's, no. There's million ways, right? And 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 with technology and everybody's. But some, but some teens still believe it works that way. And you know, even some millennials still, uh, they still are on that philosophy of the my way or the highway. Uh, that still has to change a little bit. Well, I I must say one thing to yeah. them, and uh, you know, hopefully, and folks, you know, don't take this the wrong way. We love everyone, and we want everybody to succeed. But just oh, sure. 
just just understand one thing. We are not here stating these things. We were at that, you know, we, we, we refer to this as millennials or non-millennials, generation Z, X, Y, whatever the generation, that's just a name, right? But every generation had their own views at the time when they were in that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then the, the, the previous generation did not really agree with them and so on. People, our parents didn't agree with what we thought about it. We don't think about, you know, the stuff that our kids and so on and so forth. But that's not the issue. The issue is that we need to worry about one thing. You know, we need to learn. We need to be better at what we do. And there is always another way. There's always someone that's going to know more. There's always multiple ways better to do something. And you know what? The more we get from other people, we can learn different tricks. So well, that's, that, that's the whole thing we were sharing that uh, we started sharing tonight with brainstorming in one of our lessons was that, the biggest reason that most people fail brainstorming is they try to do it themselves. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But then when they go to a group, they're not all open to ideas. And so one of the ways uh, that they've tried to counteract this, it's kind of neat. Uh, it's the people brainstorm method where we start out with two people in the room. Maybe there's 50 people. Everybody else goes for a siesta. <laughs> two people are in the room and the moderator how can we become more efficient at reaching more clients and gaining more market share those two talk three talk bing 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 you all chime off each other let's bring two more people in let's ask the question again and so they all build upon like you said i think the magic of real marketing of real collaboration is understanding that to be successful we need to build upon each other's ideas well none of us is better than all of us right and you know and strength is unity and the more we put on the pot the more we're going to have to work with and, and that's yep. that's really that's really the bottom line you know we're not meant in this world to be solo right we are well, there creative. are times we're solo, like we want to just take it easy, relax, but not a lot of our time is solo. Well, no, I agree. But what I meant in terms of knowledge, in terms of other things, I mean, we can't do it all. That's the other thing. No, part, we right? have I mean, to, we need to collaborate with other people and get their views um, to see how they see something. You, We talked about the six and the nine before, right? If it's upside down, who is it? A six is it nine? It could be other, there could be things out there there could be a million ways to look at something look at the rorschach tests right depending on what's going through your mind that can come up with a lot of different pictures and depending on that that can give them to where you're going and so i think what happens with a lot of people is they feel threatened because they don't want to share their views and that's because not the person that's because the culture in the environment that they're doing the brainstorming has got this ego to it. It's not a free flow. It's not a, hey, let's hang out and let's talk. I said to people when you brainstorm, you don't need to do it at the office. You can go somewhere outside. You can go on a trip. Uh, you can go to a restaurant. Change the environment. Make it fun. Make it playful. Well, you know, it's funny talking about um, ego. I think ego can be the most destroying, you know, power that we have as humans because uh, it takes away the ability to to learn more, to be open yeah. to more because we're looking at just 
I am it. I got this. You know, we all have certain expertise. There's always right. someone else that can input into your expertise. And the best leaders, they don't always know everything, but they surround themselves with people that Correct. know Correct. other things. And then they take that knowledge and apply it. They, what they're good at is they can direct people. They can guide people. They can get people together. They can make it work that way. And eventually you get more results. The problem is if you are like so for yourself, you know, folks listening today, you know, that that can only get you to a certain level. And then you're going to find yourself always fighting because you're going to find yourself alienated. You're going to find yourself really just rejected. Or sometimes you just bumping heads left and right. Ain't going to do anything for you. It's not going to get you anywhere. And you'll find yourself in a very, very tight spot because eventually you're going to find yourself just not in the place because people will weed you out. Absolutely. And you've got to be a team player. I mean, it's one thing, you know, I can understand you may not like something, but you need to support everyone's ideas. I always say it's okay to agree to disagree, but you yes. need to realize that if you're giving some feedback, you may not like something, which is fine. Now, they may not like something yours, but you shouldn't uh, give a comment that's going to not make you friends. The comments you make, should be like, hey, you know, I. But where were you going with that castle, like, dude? What were you doing with that? And and you can make it funny, and I'm like, oh, I, I guess I was trying to come up with the moat theme. Yeah, I don't know if we like that idea. <laughs> and, and and when you get playful like this, they're like, oh yeah, I guess that that's that's not bad. And then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I should have thought of that a different way. And they don't take it to heart. Well, you know, just set an expectation is powerful, right? You know, yes. and in any environment, if we say, okay. First of all, there's no bad ideas. Let's 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 stage that right now. I, I don't believe there's a bad idea. It's just nope. that it, it's either inappropriate or may not appropriate for the circumstances, whatever the condition you look into. Yeah. Exactly. So you have an idea. And there are trillions of ideas that we can come up with. I mean, if we all think you know a billion a day and there's seven billion, we can we can talk huge numbers here. <laughs> so the fact of the matter is, you know, we can have hundreds and thousands of ideas upon ideas, and that's all good. Well, we have petabytes and exabytes stored, so why not? Uh, hey, <laughs> but but you're right. You know, the, the, the concept is not so much. So it, is the idea appropriate or not? So if we brainstorm, and as you said, we're talking, you know, we do this in meetings all the time. And I love the idea that said it shouldn't be in the office, you know, do it outdoors. And if you do an office, do it in a very casual mode, you know, throw in some nice music, put in a little thing, TV, whatever. And, you know, I'm not talking TV programming, meaning, you know, uh, whatever that you're going to work, document things. You have all these. Don't, on don't come in a suit and tie. Exactly. I mean, make it a casual day. Make yes. it loose so the ideas will flow. Roll up your sleeve or just sleeveless. <laughs> come on in and do what you got to do and just let it be. Put it on the wall. That's it. Put it on the wall. Keep, Heck, keep go to the to California for the weekend. Let let's let's take a jet. Let's go. Let's go to let's go to uh, California and, and we'll we'll do something at a resort. Yeah, John. I think I'm gonna move on to work with you right now because I like your idea. <laughs> but you you know what I mean. So so the idea is that you know first of all when you start and establish the rule, there's no idea is a bad idea. So no one's gonna get offended. That's key one. Then that, that that's really key. Is that you know when I do a lot of recruiting and you probably do too. You need to talk with the people, not just about the skill level that they bring to the team, but what's their culture like? Talk about different types of culture. Don't tell them what your culture is. And then share with them, say, well, gee, how would you function in a company like this culture? And you can ask them. And then at the end, you can say, well, gee, well, our culture, and you don't even have to tell them, but you could just see how they would form in different cultures. 
And they may be wondering, well, our company is one of those cultures. Oh, I can't work with a boss like that. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. You know, see, see, you have to learn about the culture. When you learn about the culture, I believe anyone can be successful. Yeah, and, and you're right. And and, and interviews, you, since you're talking about interviews, I mean, we in, usually you interview each other, the interviewer, the interviewee, and it's it's an open discussion. Who says, sometimes people get caught up with like, I need the job. Well, even if you got this job and you're not going to be fit into it, you're not going to be in it long. You're going to get well, stressed. That, that, that's the stressed. point. Or the people, you know, they come there for a meeting and I have a strict policy. If they're not there in five minutes, the Don't meeting's close. over and you're done. Like, just goodbye. <laughs> Uh, you know, they come like, oh, you know, I couldn't connect on my computer. You see, that's excuses, HH. We need to be recruiting people and working with people. And if you're looking for a job, you need to realize that if you're here to make excuses, you probably should find another job. So what you should be doing is making ideas and making connections to things but not making excuses making excuses is not going to work well excuses in life in general are not going to be valuable and any anywhere it's not going to work anywhere you talked about forming habits you talked about you know fitness doing certain things if you always get, find yourself a reason why you can't do things and why things are not working yeah you know, it's always going to manifest that way you always got to be solution oriented and you know what be ahead plan ahead i mean like you know the five p's prior planning prevents poor performance or any one of those any one of those concepts if you apply them and make them part of your life you know your motto right things will be better for you there is no such thing as an excuse the only excuse is that you know i want to do more not anything else but but you know if you always find like ah today is like the weather tomorrow is this uh, i'm not sure it's too far i can't do this there's a toll there's this ain't gonna happen because things you know, in life, are gonna life's gonna throw shit at you. Sorry about my friendship, but no, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Unfortunately, guys, it's gonna yeah. happen. So if you gotta find excuses for every single time you have a bump in the road or you don't want to feel pain, well, guess what? You're gonna be in in this little bubble, and everything's gonna pass you by, and be like, what the hell? Why are these people successful? Why are people doing this, and I'm not doing it? You're not doing it because you have not taken you know stance you know towards it. And you have to take the glove out. You know, you got to get a little excited and you got to get a little scratch here and there and you're going to get bumpy. But you know what? Right. That's okay. You know, play safe, but not too safe. You know, be out there. And also, I understand. I mean, you're, you're, you're listening to some of the stuff we're talking about here based on our own experiences. But some of these things are tips that we are looking for, right? You know, when yeah. we interview someone, we, we kind of look at these things and they make a determination. They help us determine whether this is a fit or not fit. And even us, if we decide to work with other people, partner with other people. We, you know, actually John and I, we kind of evaluate each other, right? We met, <laughs> we met and it was ruined the first time. I couldn't meet him the first time, you know, and then I had, I had, you know, a personal, you know, thing to attend to at home. He probably felt it was an excuse. I had to make it up. I drove up to him and we made it. And finally we established that, you know, we, we have this, this nice little synergy and nice. I, I mean, emergencies <laughs> are going to happen. Let, let, let's exactly. face that. But the, the thing is, what you have to realize though when things like this happen you just have to realize that you know that the next foot forward has to be good and so i think that's the big thing you can't keep throwing a foot that doesn't have a solid bottom 
<laughs> yeah, that doesn't stick too long. I mean, you know, again, you know, you strike one, strike two, you're out, right? So, <laughs> you know, strike three, no, but, but you know what I mean. So you, you can get a lot of, you know, opportunities and, you know, and just keep, you know, bouncing. And while we don't want to discourage people, you know, in life, no, absolutely somet not. sometimes you can go 10, 15, 20 times before you get that nice hit, but that's okay. That's different. We're not talking about that. You know, that's already doing the steps. That's already working towards your goals and doing it. I mean, we're talking about you're not even starting and you're finding every excuse and then you complain about the world that it sucks, right? You don't, we, we don't want that behavior. We don't want that habit to be formed because that is a habit that you are building inside that is like, oh my God, my life sucks. I can't do anything. And, and you said it, the more you think that, everything around you becomes that. Everything is going to become like, you know, oh my God, these huge mountains. And actually they're really just pebbles. But you look at them as mountains because now the, the visual effect that you have is, is amazingly you know, overwhelming and you're not going to be able to get out of it. On the flip side, keep positive and the rest is history. Be planning, you know, be ahead and, and absorb. You know what? Do your but, research. But realize it, it can't happen all in one night. Like you have to realize that this is stages. And I think where people get frustrated is that they want everything to happen tomorrow. I want it tomorrow too. But we have to realize that there is a specific time and place for something to happen. You guys may not agree with me, but there are specific times and places for why things don't happen when you want them to happen. And when they do finally happen, like, oh, shoot, now I see why it didn't happen before. I wish I would have known that. Well, you know, that, that's that's an important key. And we, we're almost running out of time here. But. But that's 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 key. That oh wow, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's just an understanding that we have to have. Nothing that's worth anything happens overnight. Now you might get lucky once in a trillion case, maybe happens, but that is not your norm. So therefore, don't always you know. That's like winning the uh, the power, whatever power roller they call it, right? So so it's like how many people win that all the time? It's not going to happen all the time, right? Or winning or getting something, becoming a, a trillionaire. I mean, there's there's a few of those. Now, that doesn't mean we mm -hmm. cannot strive for that. doesn't mean we're not working. Maybe something we do in our life at any given moment will trigger some of that. But first of all, you got to be in it to win it. If you're not doing anything to start, nothing's going to happen. Now you're in it. Now you're going to build from it <laughs> and keep doing. And, and don't be discouraged because you're not seeing the results immediately. You set goals. And you try to get them. That's why you have to have some small goals, like shorter goal terms, and you have long-term yeah, goals. Yeah, little, 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 little milestone mini goals, basically. Exactly. Little hits, little success on the way helps. You know, just just seeing a little, and you will see those. I guarantee you. And this is me saying, so I guarantee. If you put yourself into anything, you set it up to go for it. You will see results. Yeah. The question is, you have to be able to see those results. And that's the point. Like and. They can be tiny things that you see like, okay, I did one thing. See, change one thing a day and you'll see a different thing the next day. And that's how you see small results. And the next thing you know, it builds and builds and builds. And you get to a momentum of like, wow. And, you know, we were for like, we had a discussion with a couple of friends and I on, on Friday and we talked about that, you know, the one degree where the, the water boils, yes, right? Yes, yes, you get, yes. You, you're, you're, you get in, you get in, you get in. And before you know it, boom, the water's boiling. It's, it's crazy. You got steam. Now we can run a freaking engine, right? <laughs> so so that's really the concept here. But but don't think that it's going to happen. You mentioned the millennials and it's it's the entitlement, you know, type of mentality where like, you know, I it's my way, the highway. I, you know, it's I, it needs to happen overnight. You know, I can do this. And then also don't get caught up in, we're talking about media and social media earlier. There's a lot of hype that, you know, oh, I made millions of dollars over, you know, in my thing. 
Okay. Well, like I, I, a good example. This is something I, I just want to share this before we, we close. Sure. Up. So I have an Amazon store. I actually been in Amazon for five years. I can tell you Amazon is not easy to navigate. And oh, some, no. people, some people go to freaking, you know, um, uh, TikTok and they say, oh, I can, you can, you should be making money on Amazon and I'll show you I can make $80,000 a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Get an account on Amazon. Get an even recognized Amazon, even ranking in Amazon. Okay. And then let alone ordering from Alibaba and all those other companies, you know, find the supplier, get the supplier and those. That doesn't happen overnight, folks. Let me just tell you. So don't get, I'm not sending your hopes low. Do what you have to do, but do your diligence. It's not like that. I've been, I'm telling you, I've worked all these stages and I've been dealing with all these things. It, you know, you got to get trademark to be even on, on a store in Amazon. You have so many things you have to do. Trademark is not cheap. You have to get a lawyer. You got to do this. You got to do that. It takes time. There's so many things. Uh, you, your quality content, whatever, your picture, your images, your your, your stuff. It's not just like, you know, I want to be in Amazon. Well, wait, even do even doing it. a website, we all know, takes time. Hey, yes. <laughs> you know, and and you have to realize that when you open a website, you have to have your content ready. People say, oh, gee, I'll just throw a website. You can't do that. Like, you got to be ready when you launch. Because otherwise, I'd rather see you go with less pages and have less content than put 20, 30 pages up and then it look like hell. <laughs> Uh, well, we're almost at we are almost out of time here. I think we are. <laughs> yeah, we're five minutes over. But, but we got know. but we got more coming next week, and we're going to be going live. Uh, yes. So so we're t we were testing today our screen and all the stuff. So everything is looking good for you. So next week, you know, we will be live. We will be uh, putting a number on the screen, and you guys can join us, and you can also email us or comment live with us. It will be featured on uh, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. Twitch and Twitter. So, anyone so there's those? a couple of those platforms. There's only a few that we can actually respond back to through uh, through chat because of their security restrictions. But what we can do um, is you can message us, and if we want to respond to you, we can actually put a message on the screen for everyone else to see. Uh, so you'll see that we actually did respond, or we can choose to show your content on the screen. Please, guys, keep those comments clean. Uh, if they are, we may choose. And if they're beneficial and not advertising, we might choose to thank you and highlight you um, in our show feed for everyone. And, to if see. There, and if there's anything to follow through, we'll bring it on the following show. We'll respond also to your comments. And then I think from this, from next week on, we will do the lives. So just tune in. And, and you have an opportunity to ask, you know, two people uh, that have dabbled with a lot of different things in their lives. Uh, we've we've covered a lot of angles, you know, between his businesses, what I've been to, my corporate world, my businesses, and, you know, live in general. Um, so so you there's always opportunity to talk. Let's just imagine you're meeting us at a coffee shop or on a cruise ship and we're just chilling, you know, having a nice margarita or whatever you your preferred, uh, preferred beverage. We'll do that on the call here and on the show and we'll just have some time. Oh, it can be just tea. That's it. <laughs> John, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys had as much fun as we did here tonight. And I'm sure none of you have habits that you want to break or no habits that you would like to cement so that they would make you more successful. But if you do either way, definitely listen to the show again because we gave you some great nuggets of information that I think if you choose to empower them with the fuel that we're providing, which is high octane here, uh, no low octane fuel here, uh, you put that in your tank, 
uh, you're going to see some performance increases in your life. So I, I would be prepared. Anyway, I am John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur, one of the co-hosts here at um, Double Impact. And I'm with my trusty co-host. Hurricane Age. And together we make up Double Impact. Double Impact. And yeah. we can't wait to see you guys next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. All right. Talk soon, folks. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.